0: Hey guys, Bouimadou here. Um, welcome back to The Grind Scheme of Things. I know as, um, for those of you who don't know me, uh, this might be like your very first uh, audio listening of, of uh, my voice or my content. Um, so I'm Bouimadou, I am the creator behind the 24-hour blueprint method and the 25 blueprint playbook um, uh, PDF download as well as the 25 blueprint 365 day planner right so if you've heard of it heard something about it know someone who's heard of it um you know that's the product that i developed and created and um continue to create content in support of uh, to empower and enable um students and professionals and entrepreneurs and business owners and um, all inside of that you know really the creatives right in those particular um Funnels, or I guess you could say segments, those who really have a creative passion. You know, the the message is really like addressing what it takes to really honor the limitless part of ourselves that's committed to producing um, and contributing results to the people in our lives and our communities and our environments that we really, really care about, right? So, um, all that said, that's just a little bit about, you know, who I am, what I've done, what I do, um, and what you can of course anticipate, you know, learning more about, right? As you either explore other audios and or dig a little deeper into the blog, right? Which is where um, some of the, you know, deeper time thought through content is, is developed and published. So, that said, want to talk about um digital uh tribalism right and and tribes and something that i think you know it's you know it's like one of those things you only think about when you're on maybe uh, watching a uh, national geographic um, you know, programming or something like that. But I want to uh, just really briefly touch on something. And this is going to be going to be a, a contextual series of audios, um, maybe two or three at the most, <clears throat> because it's it's very profound. So I want to tell you a quick, a quick story. Take a step back. I was listening to uh, a guy named Seth Godin. He just released a book not too long ago called um, This is Marketing. And, um, and inside of this book, you know, he really just sort of lights the match and sets anybody on fire, right? Who, or awakens people by setting them on fire internally, not literally, right? Um, with the the idea that any, really any idea, any project, any work, uh, whether it's an artistic work, whatever it is that you produce, that it's not for everybody, right? And, and, and when you recognize that what you're producing, what you're creating is not for everybody, you have to then answer the question, who is it for? Who is it designed to make the biggest difference for? And, and so that ties into this notion of tribes, you know, and we're not all, you know, based on sort of the true definition of, uh, or sort of the essential definition, dictionary definition of tribe. We're not all part of the same tribe, right? Yes, we're all part of the collective uh, humanity, right? Human beings, right? But when it comes to uh, culture and norms and economic uh, commitments and religious affiliations and blood ties, in a way, um, uh, in culture, and I mentioned culture already, in dialect and language, um, you know, we're not all part of the same tribe, And to illustrate this and what I mean by this is, um, you know, so I am uh, American born, but first generation Nigerian. Right. And my parents are part of the Igbo tribe. Right. Um, One of the many tribes in Nigeria. And, you know, no matter how hard I try, I can't not ever be Igbo right? Like I was born into that tribe. <laughs> I cannot escape it. Um, I can't, you know, there's no, there's no surgery that's going to undo me being from that tribe. Like I am Ebo period. Like that's it. Okay. Now, um, the thing about that, what makes a tribe a tribe, and I'll give you the actual definition House to defined here is, um, <laughs> I want to pause, right? Cause if I was having this conversation face to face with you, I, you know, either, either you're, you're eating this up and you're the edge of your seat, you know, waiting for it, or you're, you know, flipping through your phone right now, or looking at other, other things. <laughs> and I would ask you, am I boring you? <laughs> right. Like <laughs> I would actually directly ask you, am I boring you? Right. Um, So if you are still with me, right, there's a a magic sort of magical thing that's going to happen in a couple minutes here when I kind of bring it all home for you. Right. So bear with me as I kind of like light lighten this thing up so that you can kind of see into the dark crevices of this idea um, of tribes and digital tribalism and really picking yours and inventing yours or identifying one that's been invented or created to be a part of. Right. This is super, 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 super critical. All right. So. That being said, here's the technical definition or dictionary definition, if you were to Google search it, of what a tribe is. And then I'm going to add something that like isn't mentioned here. So a tribe, of course, is considered a noun and it's a social uh, division in a traditional society consisting of families or communities linked by social, economic, religious or blood ties with a common culture and dialect. Typically having a recognized leader, right? So I'll read that again. A tribe is a social division in a traditional society consisting of families or communities linked by social, economic, religious, or blood ties with a common culture and dialect. Typically having a recognized leader, right? Okay. So what's the, what's the significance of this? Like why, why dig into this? So tying it back to what I just shared a moment ago, you know, when Seth Godin started talking about like, you know, as marketers. Um, those who are marketers or understand or professionals in that field, or specialists in that field, you know, like, their job is really to make a difference, right? And if you pay attention or look at my uh, Facebook timeline, you'll see a quote that I recently posted, like, that the best way to complain is to make things better. And really, in his book, the way that he lights the marketer up, he sets people on fire, is he just really says, like, look, you know we're all in our own way marketers right and our job is to make things better we all have something we're not happy or satisfied enough with right or content with and the best way to really sort of demonstrate that is actually to make it better all right and in the process of making it better sure some people might be the recipient of it being better like everyone might be the beneficiary of it being better but really ideally at least at the start it it gets better for a specific group of people. Right? Like, you know, in as far as the iPhone, let's just use that as an easy to identify example. It's like, sure, almost it seems like everyone's got an iPhone now, right? But it was originally in the hands of a collective specific group of people right? And you can call that the iPhone tribe. And then from there, that technology then became more available to other people, right? Who became part of, you could say the iPhone tribe. Okay. So now what does that have to do with you? What does it have to do with me? What does that have to do with anything? Right? So, you know, as I've reflected and recognized the value or the thing that I had my version of complaining about in life, my major complaint about time, And more specifically about making a difference with the time that I had um, and so many other things that were like really, you know, rubbing me the wrong way about life in general. You know, I really genuinely had this this issue with life about uh, the fact that it was so predictable and so unpleasant to anticipate its predictability. You know, it's like you get up at six or seven or whatever your time to get up is and you go through this same cycle for four or five days out of the week. And yep, you know you, you know what time you need to be out the door, 657, in order for you to beat traffic just in time to be able to get to that office by eight. And when you get to the office by eight, you know exactly what your ritual, your routine is gonna be. You're gonna check your email and you're gonna get your coffee, and you're gonna get you know, maybe you get cereal in one of the drawers at the desk, right? Like <laughs> you're gonna go to the kitchen and go grab them, and you just and then, of course, you got that meeting at 10 every Monday morning. And and, you know, after that meeting, you got to have this and like everything at some point, if you are growing up or becoming an adult, everything starts to take on this tone of predictability. And that's what I experienced, right, in my journey. And I get deeper into this in the first, in the first book that I wrote called *Hero Manity*, right, where I just really saw these aspects of life and almost basically uh, wanted to die, right, because it was just so like overwhelmingly like not worth sticking around for, right. I'm mean, just ridiculous. So all that said, if you are a creative type of a person, um, and or feel like even if you're not a creative, right, you, you or you. Feel feel like man there's so much more of your life force left to share with humanity left to give left to contribute or so much uh, so many other things you really want to explore or so many things you want to be become evolve into um you know discover right and you're just you're just trying to be that. And the environment that you're in does not allow for that. Or you don't experience that like your environment can accommodate your expansion, your evolution, right? That is the issue. And the question is, how do you break free from that? Well, that's where the value of a tribe comes in in this day and age, right? The tribe is, without sounding too dramatic, is your one of your first steps towards uh, salvation, right? To save yourself from the environment that you are a part of that does not accommodate or allow for your expansion or evolution, or most of all, transformation, right? You know the caterpillar that supposedly dissolves and liquefies inside of the chrysalis, um, like. It can't be in that anymore once it becomes a butterfly, right? It's got to break free from that space. And so similarly, we need, you know, really, we desperately need tribes that allow us and give us permission to become who we are designed to become or who we want to invent ourselves to become. Right. And uh, one of the challenges we face is that we are in environments, right, that just don't tolerate it or don't allow for it or have criticisms for who we want to become. So then the tribe now in this day and age that we have an opportunity to invent or create or identify or hang on to are ones that some of them have not yet, uh, haven't been invented yet. And some of them are in the birth, early birth stages. Right. And and what I identified, you know, a few years ago, there was actually and has been a a, a under the radar tribe of 24 hour blueprint community uh, members. Right. Users, people who I've personally met, talked to, coached, consulted, guided like they forever will never not know who I am, of course, or what the blueprint is about and and the difference, the startling difference it makes right to really begin to understand the psychology the philosophy and the uh underpinnings of it right and so there's no question that of course there's a tribe uh that exists but then of course you have to then add on uh the strength of that right and there is some strength in the 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 proportions of that of that tribe so i want to hone in on and close out with this idea that you know if you needed a tribe what would you need from it in order for you to have the level of freedom and self expression that you want? Right. And when I looked over this definition, one of the things that I noticed was missing was philosophy. Right. And that word philosophy is, um, it, it, it has to do with actually the love of wisdom. Right. And many of us <clears throat> are sort of a little bit reluctant to really profess the kinds of philosophy or philosophies that we love that contain the wisdom that we love or you know uh, or that the people that i whose wisdom or philosophies we identify with more than others right and and so this social division that the the dictionary says right You know, you could call it a social media division or, you know, sure, a social division just for starters. But inside of this, it's, you know, this is your time to really identify with what tribe you want to be a part of and to really assess it. I'd say primarily by philosophy first. Right. Like for me today. Yes. Although I can identify as. Igbo, right, as my tribe, based on my parents' um, affiliation, right, um, and, and their parents, and whenever, you know, the tribe kind of was invented or created, right, because Igbo tribe didn't, it's not eternal, right, at some point, someone broke off and said, we will be the Igbo tribe, <laughs> right, it was invented, right, um, so that being said, I think one of the things I can identify with and say is like, you know, inside of the Igbo tribe, right, there's a dialect. Right? So there's a language that I speak called Igbo. There is a culture. And if you really break down the word culture, culture has to do with symbols and commonly accepted symbols and, and customs and, 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 and interpretations of what those symbols mean, right? Like that's big, right? So traditions and events and uh, common celebrations and, and just all kinds of, of rituals, right? Constitute the tribe to be Igbo, there is a collection of things that come with that. And I can't say today in my adulthood that I agree with all of it. (laughs) Right. And so, um, so for you, you may be part of a particular tribe already, whether that's in a real traditional cultural sense, or maybe in a affiliation sense of an organization that you're part of, right? Like we are all very tribal in a very undertone primal kind of way, right? And then that's why we have whatever clicks we have and groups we have, I mean, you know, we got Facebook groups for crying out loud, right? All kinds of Facebook groups. And those are many enclaves of, of these tribes. So philosophy wise, picking your tribe should be, or, or, or picking your tribe should be philosophically, like you gotta identify where you resonate, right? Cause from that philosophy comes everything else, right? From that common wisdom that everyone loves, that you love, comes everyone else. And I declare and say that, you know, depending on where you are in your journey, that it's time for you to perhaps really truly examine and identify where your tribe is, or stick around this particular tribe, right? The the, the 25 blueprint community, right? To identify or figure out what your tribe needs to be or should be or ought to be, right? Because That Those are your people, right? Those are the people that are going to hear your soul's cries, right? Or your soul's urges and the things that you have a hard time verbalizing in the current tribe that you're in, right? Or affiliations or associations that you're in. Like there's something about the breathing space that comes up when you start to really talk and share and speak and communicate. And, and without embarrassed, feeling embarrassed, without feeling ashamed, without feeling uh, afraid that someone's going to like take your secrets and spit them back in your face and say, how could you? And and who do you think you are? Like you all we all need an environment where it's safe to just be right based on a common understanding. And that common understanding is usually an expression of a of a deep philosophy of human being and human life, right? And sometimes that's the hard work. And some people, hey, look, they don't know what they believe in. I get it. I, you know, I've, I've had my version of the deconstruction of like, well, well, what do I believe in? Why? Right? Some people don't have the courage to explore, to go that deep, right? And so, and some do. So, all that said, you know, here's my if I have an assignment for you, it's really to begin to identify for yourself where's your tribe who's your tribe right start thinking this through um and, and 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 connect or reach out or identify and you some of you you already have those places online that you you always like their posts or you know what i mean you know it could, technically you could say influencers are like tribal tribal leaders but i don't trust all of them right because the motives behind some of some of our influences are not uh soulful i mean just keeping it at 100 right they're not you know it and i know it and we both know it right and it doesn't make it bad doesn't make it wrong it's just that it won't be as nourishing to your soul as you want because you're gonna reach out to that tribal leader, if we could call it that, right? And your soul's needs aren't gonna get met. And so along with that, you know, identifying a common philosophy is also identifying you know, how your soul's needs are going to be met inside of that tribe right? Is there a conversation, right? And when we're talking about a dialect, is there a common language that enables you to really say what's on your heart, to really say what you don't feel you can say anywhere else? That's super, super important, right? So all that being said, this is probably one of the longer uh, podcasts, right? That I've broadcasted and shared, but I hope it, it's, it's been really just sort of worth it, right? Because, Um, Because at the end of the day, what you really seek is a certain amount of peace and happiness and and stillness, right? That comes from finding your own peace and finding your own happiness and designing it and being in an environment, right? Like a tribe, a community of others who welcome your stillness, who welcome your peace of mind, who welcome, um, you know, the ways of being that you are, right? So find your tribe or at least begin to think about it. And and at, at the very least, um, you can, of course, borrow, <laughs> borrow this one, right? The 25 Blueprint Tribe, and uh, begin to sort of figure it out and have a conversation. I'm open, I, I have no attachments to anyone being a part of the 25 blueprint tribe, like whether you, you're here or not here, like the best thing I could ever offer is the encouragement for you to go and, and identify and, uh, locate where you will feel, uh, most expressed, right. Most elevated and, and, and transformed. Right. So that being said, I want to tell you that I appreciate you. And, um, I appreciate just how far you've come in your journey. I appreciate um, where you are and where you're headed, and um, and you know I'm afraid to say that I love you, but it's true. I just genuinely do, even though some of you I don't know personally and I've never met in person, right? Like I I just have this genuine genuine concern and interest in your well-being, in your happiness, in your experience of just feeling like, ah. Oh, <laughs> you know, your home, right? I just genuinely do feel that. And, uh, and, and you know, I'm going to get better at not apologizing for it. Right. Cause I just genu- genuinely appreciate people for who they are and what they're about in their, uh, authentic element of, uh, the honoring the urge to, to just really be their own version of delightful, right. And whole and complete. So that being said, um, I'm not sure technically how this all works here as far as where you'll find the subscribe button to these podcasts. But if there's a subscribe button somewhere around here, depending on where you get it, subscribe. Uh, if there's, if you find this on Spotify, I mean, it, this is a pretty crazy how syndicated this podcast is, right? I, I'm actually kind of frightened because I never know who's listening, right? But all that said, wherever you are grabbing this audio, subscribe so that whenever a new podcast is available, you can listen to it. And taking it a step further, let's connect on the common, of course, platforms that you are commonly frequenting, right? Whether, so, I'm on YouTube, uh, YouTube forward slash uh, Bui Madu. Um, there's a, so you can check me out there and find one of my channels. If you just search Bui you should be able to find my channel there. Um, on Instagram, Bui Madu as well. Um, so that's a easy handle, Instagram.com forward slash Bui Madu. Um, on Twitter, Bui Co right? So if you're a Twitter person and on Facebook, it's going to be facebook.com forward slash boymaduco. So, um, that's B-U-I-H-E-M-A-D-U, right? Um, and then co-co. That's uh, as simple as it gets, I, as I can make it um, to be found and, and connected with. So um, tell me what you think about this. Like, am I off? Am I crazy? Have I lost my mind in really um, sounding the alarm and saying, find your digital tribe, right? And it doesn't have to be digital. Like really, but it, we're going to be connected digitally, right? But really, you know, it's a new day. It's time to find the tribe that will give you the opportunity to just be, you know, your celebrated self, right? Um, and I would be more than glad, of course, to be a part of that journey for you, right? And 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 support that. And of course, if this is your tribe or a tribe that you want to uh, be connected with in whatever way, welcome, you know, welcome home. Um, and part of the, you know, like anything else, the process sometimes of initiation um and and sometimes and you can get initiated into a trap i forgot about that right part of the initiation here um is you know taking some some real critical steps because i think it's important for you to start thinking through and understanding the philosophy so if you don't know how to uh get my book um because that that philosophical foundation is super critical and you got to go to heromanity.com so h-e-r-o M as in Mary, A-N as in Nancy, it com. So go to com. You're going to get an opportunity to get a complimentary book. All you got to do is just cover the shipping. So that's that. Um, and then you also want to go to 24hourblueprint.com to get the uh, Blueprint Playbook, right? Those two things right there, just for starters, are going to cover you as far as understanding the content, the literature, the um, the exercises, the practices, the training videos, and so on that are gonna allow you to kind of like get a good feel for what this is about and where this is all headed, right? Um, so, that being said, uh, I think that's it. I covered every way possible path for you to connect, and I can't wait to get a chance to connect with you, hear your message, hear your story, discover, you know, sort of like learn more about like what kind of, you know, tr- you could say tribal properties you're, you're, you know, looking to connect with. Um, But more than anything, if this is sort of home for you, um, I'm looking forward to just really contributing and and making a difference and empowering you towards just being someone that wakes up every day happy to be you. That's as I think uh, basic as I can get it. Right. And uh, and you'll be delighted once you kind of go through here humanity, and you go through the 25 Blueprint Playbook, like some of this stuff is really going to click and you're going to really be excited about it. So that's all I have. Thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far into the um, podcast here um, and uh, I look forward to talking to you soon. Leave a comment if there's space here. Um, if it's in my blog that you got this, go back to the blog and leave a comment or leave a comment, see if some way, somehow I'm going to get a hold of it and be able to reply. So, um, so that's that. I appreciate you again. Love you. And I look forward to, um, connecting with you in the next podcast. Talk to y'all soon. Take care. Hey guys, Boomadoo here with the grind scheme of things. Um, so I want to talk about the God Disease, or also known as the God dis-ease. Um, So what are we talking about when we talk about the God Disease, or the God Disease, or as it's, it's kind of can be sort of linguistically uh, framed as the God Disease? Is this? Alright, so you know, when I say God disease or God disease, I first want to break down the terminology here. So first, when I'm talking about God, um, we're really talking about the essence of who you are as a human being, right? Your consciousness. And so each and every one of us has, you know, an embed of what just for not necessarily lack of a better term, but for borrowing the term, we all have this essence of God, okay, you don't have to be a religious person to believe what I'm saying. I'm just saying, you know, what you can call it the universe. You know, we have this um, essence of the universe, right? Some people call it God. Some people, um, you know, have different names for it, but right. But in general, we all have this essence, right? That I'm just using the term God to, to refer to, and and it's a consciousness, right? It's it's, it's sort of divinely and, and mystically intelligent. Okay and um, it has you know, a particular cause or an objective over the course of your lifetime. And it's to become the most sort of uh, brilliant version of itself that it can be, right? And it's housed in your flesh and bones, okay? Now, what happens is um, as you become more and more aware or age, um, you get to these points where there is a block, right a block in your self-expression a block in your becoming a block in your expansion a block in your um unfoldment and your transformation and what do i mean by these blocks so you know you may be someone who you know you 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 grew up wanting to be an artist but now you're a doctor or you went to school to be a doctor and um now you're an artist right i mean um there's these sort of of out-of-bounds um transitions that you make um, or that you're up against. And so what happens is, you know, when you are at the crossroad um, or the crossroads of becoming, um, there is a dis-ease. There is a discomfort. Something starts to not feel right. You know what I mean? Like if you ever remember as you were growing at some point, you know, your shoes got tight. There was a dis-ease with putting your foot in that shoe. Right, And so it's the same thing as we become adults, right? As we grow up, as we mature is we start to, you know, our eyes start to open up a little bit more. We start to understand people. We start to understand ourselves. We start to not uh, enjoy seeing who we are looking at in the mirror or enjoy seeing who we're in a relationship with, right? All these things kind of, um, you know, whether it's in your career or your spirituality, there is a dis-ease that starts to happen. And so in 24 Blueprint fashion, you know, it ha- it's going to happen. And if it hasn't already happened, it's, I promise it's already happened in whatever way it's happened for you. Okay. But five categories, five areas you can easily look um, are, of course, your faith. You know, there comes a time when what you used to believe, you don't believe anymore. Or you have what's called cognitive dissonance, right? Where like, you know, what you used to believe doesn't match what you are are believing or entering into believing, right? Like, you're like, well, I thought God was like this, or I thought the universe was like this, but it's nothing like I thought it was. It's more like this. And, and so you have these like sort of um, combative perspectives, right? So that right there causes a disease, right? where you, you, you want to become more spiritually conscious, but it's like at war with what you used to think. So that's one version of this disease, this God ease, Right. So this entity within you that's intelligent, that's you know, just your brilliant uh essence, consciousness that's embedded in your flesh and bones there, it has this, you know, it has this expansion urge, right? And you, you sort of egoically are wrestling with it, trying to figure out how like how to let it loose. Um, the same thing happens in relationship, right? Like uh, as you grow, um, you outgrow people, right? And and part of that is based on where they are in their level of acceptance of their God disease. Now, the truth is sometimes in relationships with people, people are experiencing the same level of God disease that you're experiencing, but they don't have the courage to go down the dark path that lead to the light. Right? So as a result, there's like this friction and you guys used to be cool, but you're not cool no more. You guys used to go out, but you're not going out no more. Or, you you know what I mean? You used to respond to their text, but you're not responding to their texts. I mean, like we can go on, right? So in relationships, you start to notice like there's this split, right? You guys just aren't talking in the same language. You know, there's no, they, they get, oh, you get me. You know, they don't get you anymore, right? Why? Because you're now allowing yourself to expand, right? And you are listening to the call, listening to the internal call for growth and transformation and exploring new things to to cultivate um, and honor and remediate um, your, and remedy um, your disease, right? So, so that's in relationships. And then, uh, financially it could be like, look, you've got to, you, it's just time either switch careers, make money moves, invest in something or whatever it is that's going to expand your financial empire in the world, right? Or your financial dynasty, as I like to call it. And you got a certain level of financial dis-ease, right, Um, that you got to deal with. And uh, emotionally, uh, your happiness, the things that used to make you happy don't fulfill you anymore. And now all of a sudden you got another dis-ease, right? Um, Or physically, you just know whether it's a change of diet or a change of uh, exercise or a change of just just moving um, or whatever it is that needs to be uh, re-orchestrated in your environment. Um, You know, there's a dis-ease there. Now, I just walked you through those five areas. I didn't necessarily label them, but here's what they. There are your faith, which is your spirituality, your fellowship, which is your social life, your financial health and well-being, which is your money game, um, your emotional states, which has to really do with how you conduct energy to allow happiness uh, and wholeness and completion to sort of flow through you and then um, your fitness, right, which is uh, all things in the physical realm. OK, so those five categories, those five areas are where you're going to experience a certain level of dis-ease in some way when it's time to grow. This God, this ease, when it's not addressed, leads to other forms of dis-ease, right? Or addictions or things that we try to use to medicate, right? The discomfort that comes with this divine urge to grow, to expand, to become more. That's the issue. And that's why it becomes critical to connect with a tribe, right? In whatever form that may take for you. It becomes critical because truthfully like we really do need great examples around us we do right and or mentors right or a mentor um and and so in the tribes that we're a part of you know we have to really ask ourselves or at least what we're really looking for is a place that we can call home where this this healing right this addressing of the god this ease can happen and, and what we settle for and like i mentioned i think in a previous podcast what we settle for are the influencers right i mean like you know you follow them online but you don't follow them in real life right they can only show you very you know not everyone's going to show you what's really going on <laughs> right and so we have these sort of Uh, influencers that are, you know, that we're following to try to navigate our dis-ease, but sometimes it gets amplified because we're consistently comparing our lives to their lives and our lives suck compared to their lives, or at least what they're showing us or what we think is happening. And there's more dis-ease, right? And then we start you know should on ourselves and what I mean by should on ourselves is that like, you know we, we you know well, man I should be doing this and I should be doing that and I should be doing this <laughs> and it's just it just you just get should all over yourself right so to address this this ease you really have to be thoughtful so and selective about what tribe you are a part of want to belong to and why right and I mentioned philosophy is is a big what wisdom does that tribe Um, love and appreciate right Um, what's their philosophy In the next uh, segment I'm gonna I'm gonna hone in on one particular thing that's so important and so critical for you to pay attention to within yourself and within the tribe that's gonna make or break your tribe that's that's facts as they say truth and bars and that particular element is what I'll talk about in the next element, uh, in the next segment. But for now, what you should be aware of is whatever is going on within you that had you listen to this podcast, that had you nodding as you're listening to this podcast, that had you applauding and going, "Oh my God, I never heard it like that before!" Like that's um, that's your version of your disease, like right? Because you're searching, you're looking, you're listening for. Um, or some some something that's going to remedy your version of your God disease, right? And um, that's, that's one of the you know, sort of the values, right, of, of a tribe in whatever form it takes for you, right? So that said, thank you for listening. I'm going to wrap it up here and get ready for the next segment where I, I will be talking about the secret um, element, right? The X factor of of the tribe, the thing that will make it, break it, or destroy it. Right. All right, guys. Appreciate you. Um, Of course, like this post, share this, share this podcast. I know somebody in your life or in your tribe or in your circle needs to hear what you just heard that um, had you say, wow. Right. If this has made a difference for you. So share this with them. Do not be, um, you know, don't hoard this. Um, give it give it away all right let people in on what's making a difference for you because sometimes those very same people are the people who are going to be your tribes mates right the people who are gonna say oh man you know what let's go through this together and you you mean we all need those kinds of people all right guys so share this uh like this um you know send me your feedback get a hold of me and you know at the end of the, the last segment i mentioned uh just the different platforms i mean i'm i'm, I'm not too many people with the name Bowie Madu. Um, sometimes it's, it's a blessing and a curse. But uh, if you, you know, find me on Facebook and leave a comment and leave a message, I'll be more than glad to respond to you. You can find me on Facebook.com forward slash Bowie Madu Co. That's the Facebook page. And um, on uh, YouTube, um, I've got a sort of a very tailored, curated, small collection of videos. <clears throat> but technically, I have over 624, according to... Um, my my stats right but i've I just kind of had to cut back and pull a whole bunch of them down but I've got a, a small channel there that I've uh started to sort of rebuild from scratch with uh very thoughtful content and you can go there youtube.com forward slash uh Bowie madu or the way that they named it now is uh Bowie Madu. Dot, I'm sorry youtube.com forward slash C forward slash booimadu, right? So one of those should get you there. Um, and and check out the blog as well, right? Which is booimadu.com forward slash blog, or just booimadu.com. And that'll take you right to the blog. So I uh, appreciate you guys keep listening, keep coming back. And um, you know, let's make a difference that makes a difference and inspire people to inspire people. Love y'all talk to y'all soon. Bye. Hey guys boom here back with the grind scheme of things and um if you're not aware of it uh one of the things that um i wanted to just sort of i guess you could classify as a friendly reminder of what the grind scheme is about is really giving you uh the immediately uh, effective actionable get it done now right? Or at the very latest, be in action about it in the next 24 hours type of um, directive to empower you to be, you know, 10 times happier um, and, uh, you know, effective in whatever your objective is in your life as a student, as a business professional, as an entrepreneur, a business owner, uh, or a creative, right? And so in this particular um, segment, I'm going to add on something that um, I think is Super critical for um, in this series of digital tribalism and, and why you must find your tribe now and what you should look for. Right. And the first one I talked about the um, first uh, recording in the first podcast, I talked about, you know, really a, a common philosophy that cannot be underestimated, not even just just you don't want to compromise that right if if you don't love the same wisdom right and i mentioned how in that first podcast you know wisdom sort of being um meaning the word wisdom referring to a lover of you know a lover of wisdom right and so the so when one when you are drawn to someone's philosophy right you're drawn to their the wisdom that they love Right, that they embody. Okay, so that being said, you know, moving in the last segment, the segment before this one, uh, which was um, about the god disease, right, and you know, the value of your tribe is is in it is in its ability to help you in addressing your god disease, right, and that's the healing property of the tribe. Right now, uh, comparison wise, you know, I mentioned in the first um, podcast as well that, you know, I am Igbo, right? So my parents are part of the Igbo tribe. And so by default, just by showing up on the planet, mom and dad having a good time, I showed up. (laughs) And yep, by default, I was Igbo, right? I didn't really have a choice. So the privilege and honor that we have in this age that we're in is we get to sort of in a way to, you know, outside of whatever default tribes we're a part of or born into, we really get a chance to sort of architect pick and choose what tribes really resonate with us. And then, and, and, and then of course, participate right in the traditions and the uh, practices and cultural aspects right of that tribe. So going into this one, there's a principle, there's a concept that just uh, blew me away and i was just uh listening not too long ago to an audio um a spy guy uh i want to say his name is steve dalton he wrote a book called the two-hour job search and if you don't even if you have a job and you're happy with your career etc cetera, etc cetera, or maybe you're you know you're looking to make a career change the two-hour job search is a highly is a highly recommended uh piece now in the, in this one chapter right he said something that me and my tracks i don't know if you ever listened to a book or been reading it and you you just had to grab or find a highlighter so this one section, he says, he was talking about, you know, um, how you know there's certain people that are going to help you uh, when you're doing a job search, right? You want to connect with people that are called boosters, right? People that you have some kind of common affiliation with, whether you went to the same school together, or you know, you know the same people, or whatever it is, right? So you want to find someone who's basically kind of gonna kind of rep rep you, right? So like, let's say you're trying to find a co- uh, a job at a particular company, and somebody that you went to school with that you reached out to. Um, uh, you, know, you know you're know, you trying to make a connection right so you're trying to like find that person um in his case he was he was he he had a friend that actually he went to high school with that was like ready to leave med school like just didn't want to have anything to do with it anymore right and he uh was trying to make a connection between a good friend of his and that person and that person ended up like opting out right and, and, and not even following up to talk with his friend right so the the author steve dalton you know, he had a friend, a high school friend who was gonna leave med school. And so to help that person, right, he was trying to connect them to someone else that he knew. Right? And so, you know, that person kind of bailed. And in the following sort of part of the book, he says, you know, I don't know if you've ever had the honor or the privilege of, you know, working with someone who always does what they say that they're going to do. Um, But I can count on one hand how many people are kind of like that. And And the reason why I appreciate people like that in my life is because they remove anxiety or they remove stress. And what blew me away about this piece in this book was like there was this feeling of part of my expression. God damn, that's what. A person of integrity does do to our lives they remove stress because stress comes from from this confusion this anxiety of not knowing what the outcome is going to be and when you have someone who has integrity who does what they say they're going to do or that you can count to do it it's one less freaking thing you have to worry about now, to take it a step back, something that I didn't do a good job of here was, he talked about how when, this, when his high school friends sort of canceled and bailed out, what happened was that, um, you know, what happened for him <clears throat> was that he said it didn't, it didn't look good on him, right? That he was trying to make this connection to somebody and that, that person that they were, you know, that he was trying to like connect, like bailed out right? Or who he was actually trying to help, but that person bailed out. It didn't look good on him. He's like, well, you know, um, for me, you know, the embarrassment wasn't like huge, but it didn't look good. And, and then he went on to say that, you know, the importance in like the delicate nature of working with people or making these introductions, again, this is in the context of, you know, a job search and so on. Is that, you know, you want to, if you're going to vouch for somebody, right? Like you want to vouch for people that are going to follow through, right? They're going to do what they're going to say they're going to do. They're going to show up where they say they're going to show up. You don't have to worry about whether or not they're going to embarrass you by not, um, by not meeting the expectation that you created by saying, Hey, yeah, you know what? i got somebody I want you to talk to. They're going to call you at such and such a time or on such and such a day you know it seems very slight very mild but this is huge right and so what does this have to do with the tribe well what it has to do with the tribe and it's scary and like it's it's frightening and, and causes my palms to sweat is that your tribe must have integrity right your tribe's got to have integrity your tribe has to have a quality to it that you know you can count on it it's gonna be there for you good times bad times and it will whoop your ass pardon the expression to empower you and it's not because of some punitive approach to transformation but it's what it stands for remember that thing that philosophy is so rock solid right that it's just not necessarily in your best interest to fall out of line with it not again because it's going to you're going to be punished or shamed or anything like that it's just it's such a noble cause right it's a it's such a a higher calling for your being to say man it's an honor like you know steve Dalton in his book he says man i don't know if you've ever had the honor or the privilege of working with or working for someone who always does what they say they're gonna do right she said it's a privilege and it's an honor to work with or work for. And so, how much more of an honor or a privilege is it to work with or be aligned with or embrace a community that really has a a consistency at delivering of on what it, it, it represents, what it's what it sort of represents that it, it can do, will do, and does, right? And um, and that's an honor. And that's a privilege. And so for you, you know, part of whatever version of suffering you're dealing with, whatever part of that God dis-ease that I mentioned that you're confronting, a lot of it has to, you know, deal with uh, your wishy-washiness, right? I mean, let's just call, (laughs) just call a spade a spade. Right? Like, you know, one week you wanna do this, one week, the other week you wanna do that. You're so confused and up in the air with like all these paths you wanna take towards like your own uh, transformational evolution and you're like conflicted and then you take no action and then you disappear and then you don't respond to calls or you don't open emails. I mean, like all kinds of stuff, right? That goes on with you in whatever way you do it, right? And then you kind of try to reemerge and resurface and say, okay, I'm better now. I'm gonna try this again and only to fail again, right? And we all have our version of this sort of contortionist disappearing act that we do when we're confronted to really rise to the challenge of becoming the who the, the, the I am that we are. Right. And um, and so so what's critical is, you know, how do you sniff out? How do you identify the integrity necessary for the for you for you to thrive with the tribe? Right. Whatever that tribe may be. And um, and of course, that's that comes with, again, being very clear on your philosophy. Right. And the thing that's really tricky about philosophy is that it's got to have some deliverables. Right. Like there's some philosophies that, like, don't hold you accountable. Right. Or you don't hold yourself accountable, too. And um, and so as a result, you know, you do get you get to do this contortionist disappearing act. Right. And we all have our version of it. Right. When we don't want to deal, we just disappear and then we reappear. And we all got friends like that if we're not, you know, sometimes we're, we're the people who are more reliable as far as being counted on for what we say we're going to do and all that. But other times we're not. And um, and so the value of the tribe is that it helps you be an in integrity with you. Um, and in you being an in integrity with you, there is this level of trust and self-reliance that really starts to uh, show up. And when you become that kind of person that can count on yourself to show up, there's this peace that comes with it, right? There's this wholeness, there's this completion, and there's a different dynamic. There's a certain respect that you begin to have for the tribe and your tribe and and, um, and a connection and an intimacy that begins to get created, right? Because you feel safe and you can actually let your walls down, your guard goes down, Right. Because this is this is not a place where someone's trying to pierce your armor. Right. And when your guard is down in this way, in this environment, like you really can allow yourself and give yourself permission to try some things, to do different things differently, to try on new ideas, new concepts, new principles and test them and see how they work and see how they can make a difference for you. Right. And even go out right into the wilderness of life to uh You know, hunt and then come back and say, look what I caught, right? And be honored and be celebrated. And, 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 you know, in your hunt, you know that your tribe has your back, right? Um, and sometimes in your hunt into the wilderness, it's just you and your spear, <laughs> right? I'm just barring from some, you know, just cons- you know, figuratively, right? It's just you and whatever your weapon of attack is to, to catch what you need to catch, to, to come back and bring it back and, you know, empower and enrich and feed your tribe too, right? Because your, your tribe is composed of people who have appetites and, and hungers and, and wants. So all that said, how is your capacity to deliver on what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it by when you say you're going to do it right how is your alignment how is your integrity and there's so many dimensions and directions that i can go with the integrity principle and 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 that's for another podcast and another time but the spirit of it the soul of it is like there's got to be a safety there's got to be a a wholeness right to the to the tribe right a this is this is who we are. This is what we stand for. You know, this is what we represent. This is what we embody. And you recognize the opportunity, the privilege, and the honor that it is to be a part of it, right? Such that, um, as Steve Dalton said in his book, he says, "Man, it you know the privilege and honor of working with someone like that. He can count only on the one hand how many people that are like that." And he goes on to say that. Um, gosh oh those people remove stress from your life right so your tribe how do you know you're in the right one it doesn't add stress to your life right it doesn't um and unless that's you know you're into that right maybe you do want a stressful tribe but there is sort of like a capacity for helping you have a space to grow for you to transform and and of course, jump back into the wilderness of life and address what needs to be addressed, right? That's the power of, of the integrity piece of a tribe and the value of it and why you need it, right? Because without that, you will never be safe. You just will not be safe. You will never feel comfortable enough to, to reveal those deeper, darker uh, parts of yourself that are necessary for you to confess and acknowledge, right? in order for you to sort of transcend i mean that's deep right and i mean when i talk about some sort of moral confession here we're just really being able to say you know i'm a jerk i i you know i condescend i speak down on people who i don't feel like have accomplished what i've accomplished or you know um i think i'm better than others or whatever it is it's like your unconfessed thoughts, right? Or thought processes or view of the world. And 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 being able to communicate those aspects of yourself that you just know are not a good fit for addressing your God dis ease. Right? And you you, you have to have like just a space, an environment of people that have enough integrity for you to feel like you know as you reveal these aspects of yourself. You you know there's not gonna be the judgment there. And and, and as you speak it, as you hear yourself speaking it, you now have room to say something else, to say something different, to be some other way about yourself and your life, in order to alleviate your God disease. And that's the connection, that's the power, right, and the value of a tribe, right? You, as you identify with the philosophy, and you identify with your disease, and now you get this piece where you now have to really examine the integrity. Does it bring you stress, or does it free you from it? Right, because it's it's a space that you don't go into worried about X, Y, Z. You know that there is something so um, precious about that, and that's what you want to be looking for. So uh, I think I've recapped and recapped and recapped that those essential parts of this, and I hope it's been of value to you. And I appreciate you, of course, being a part of this segment, this series, in the series. Um, and, and so, you know, the work, right? What is there to do in the next 24 hours? Um, you know, for yourself, what is there to do in the next 24 hours? It's really asking yourself, why is it that you don't do what you say you're going to do and you can't be counted on if you're one of those people? And more than anything, what's the impact on that on other people? On you that you have not been responsible for. So, what does that look like? You know, of course, you can grab a journal, you can shoot a video about it, do a vlog, but really, in the privacy of your own, you know, coffee table, right, or home, just, you know, grab your journal and just write, like, man, you know, I don't have integrity. I don't do what I say I'm going to do. I can't be counted on to do what I say I'm going to do. Because, bah, 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 right? The impact, <laughs> right? The effect of that cause is that people can't count on me. I'm not trustworthy. I can't be trusted, right? People don't rely on me, people cannot confide in me. And, and you know, the impact, of course, of that on me is um, I hide out, I don't return phone calls, I become a loner. I'm less productive i lose money <laughs> i mean you fill in the blank you know what i'm saying i mean whatever it might be for you it doesn't have to be sort of dramatic and cathartic okay but you just want to start touching on like and recognizing that you don't live in a vacuum right that what you do don't do your lack of integrity like that it does have a an aftermath right and you don't have to get all morally and judgmentally about it, like, oh, look, I'm such a piece of crap. But you can become awakened and sensitive to the fact that, like, you are, you know, uh, contributing to your environment, and you're either contributing to the environment reasons why you can't be trusted, where you can't be counted on, or you're contributing to the environment your sol- your, your, your solidarity, right? Like your rock solidhood, your your um, your core. Right. Your your pillar like nature to say, look, if you need somebody to count on, I'm the one, but not to please anybody, but because you are aligned with your philosophy. Right. So you've got to go through that exercise and start to see and start to notice. And even if you kind of are arrogant enough to think, oh, I don't need to do that. okay, well, are you aware of the impact of you not being the kind of integrous person That you can be for the people that you love, that you like, that you care about, that you do business with. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the impact of that, right? And how can you step your game up? Where have you dropped the ball that you need to just sort of make a quick call or send an email or whatever it might be to just get in the saddle? Now, sometimes you might weasel out on an assignment like this. This is why there's a value to the tribe, right? Because as you meet and greet and interact with others who are taking action is a part of you that sort of in a good way has the peer pressure to say man i'm seeing people taking this action and winning maybe there's something to it maybe i really do need to do this right so anyway so you've got your assignment you've got the sort of you know the reward anticipated reward of doing it and uh you'll love yourself more for doing it than not okay so that's all I have for you in this particular segment. I appreciate you. And I uh, really respect the work that you're doing and have done so far. And, you know, just listening is not going to transform you. Taking action will go. And, and I hope that that's what you'll do. Like the podcast. Follow me online. Um, let's connect. And, of course, um, if you don't have a 24 blueprint, please help yourself to one. Go to 24HourBlueprint.com. Um, to kind of like begin to sort of get some practical um, tools to help you on your day to day journey. And um, the root foundation of the work here is Hero Manity, right? The, the philosophy and the concepts and the principles of Hero Manity, which you can find um, by going to heromanity.com. That's H E R O M A N I T Y.com. So it's like instead of humanity, it's heromanity.com and uh download or actually that's not the download you can actually order a complimentary copy of the book uh for a limited time um so while it's still free all you have to do is actually pay for shipping there um for that and uh and that's it like those are just basically kind of baseline how to get started and or at least learn more understand like what this is all tied to okay so um so that's all the news that's fit to print or to podcast right now and i appreciate you for doing it. being on this journey together all right guys have a fantastic night and uh or morning of course depending on (laughs) when you're listening to this or day and um stay tuned for the um other pieces and components of this tribe conversation and the value of it and uh why it makes a difference right on your journey on your path in alleviating your god dis-ease talk to you soon take care Bye.